I have a broken nose. Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 166. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back. Hey. <laughs> He's got a broken nose. I'll talk all about it later, but didn't want you to be confused if you're watching the video why I look like a ghoul. Uh, that is because, you'll notice the yellow here if you're listening on the podcast. Just envision. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that later because I need some advice. But... Welcome to the show. What's real talk? We talk about life, God, the Bible. You know the deal. There's a link somewhere. Click it. Go down. You can submit a question anonymously. Couldn't find you if we even cared to try, which we don't. So, <laughs> so there you go. Happy Mother's Day. But a week and a half later, it's on our notes to do that. That's we didn't right. do this last week. Mom, you'll never watch this show. Never have, never will probably. But you know what? I love you. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you, Mom, for birthing me. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. You got anything going on in your life? <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, yeah, man. So, <laughs> done some reflecting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. You know, definitely in a. Definitely in a strange place, you know. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Almost deja vu, like. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like I, it's like I said this exact line earlier or something. Um, it's not possible. And I don't know, man. It, and yesterday we thought I was seeing the future, so that's true. Um, Only in a video game, but yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, definitely in, in like a strange place, a weird place. Um, one thing I've realized. Well, two things, two key things. The first one is that I've definitely developed a hard heart. And it's, it's taken me such a long time to realize this. One, because I'm prideful. And that's my second point, really, is, is I'm prideful in the fact that I'm, you know, I have a lot of great people around me who try to push into me and who try to show me things. And I've realized that a lot of the time I tend to not see things until I see it myself. And so, you know, this whole time people either have told me or they've hinted or, or like helped me try to see that, hey, like you could have a hardened heart. And I never saw it until today, really, due to my own self-reflection. So it's good that I've seen it, but I'm also like, it's made me kind of sad, but also like hopeful in the fact that, okay, I see now that it's went a little, you know, there's, there's something deeper in me that I didn't realize that I don't like... Because I knew I know I don't listen to people, but that was just another like like that was another thing I've realized now is that mm-hmm. I I tend to only take things when I see it myself, which is so ridiculous. Um, so those are a couple things. The heart and heart thing, you know, I it was cool. Like I found like I found like this article about like it's like oh like hey here's like seven things to, like to like tell if you have like a heart and heart, and like I related like all seven of them in a sense, and I was like man excuse me, I definitely have a hardened heart. And, like, it's funny because after all this time, like, it's, you know, one thing that I always tend to say, like, on, like, say, you know, like, if I'm doing the intro for church, right, like, Mm -hmm. part of my prayer is, like, hey, if there's any hardened hearts, please soften them. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because, like, it almost felt like a hypocritical prayer up until now because I I wasn't even thinking of myself. Mm. (laughs) And so, I don't know, man. So, like... You know, it's felt, life has felt strange lately, and, like, it's been kind of, like, 
I don't know, man. Kind of like just hard, but it's funny because now that I see this, I feel like maybe this has been one of those key things, and I'm mad at myself because I've let it sit for so long, and people have tried to tell me, and I've just been so, you know, I've been prideful, you know, I've been arrogant, and like I haven't wanted to like see that, like, hey, like this is like what you're doing, you know, so kind of like, you know, going back to, you know, even like the Kingdom series, you know, the mirror, like all that, man, like I wasn't listening fully still, you know, and it's like, dang it, dude, like, there is just a really stubborn part in me that's sinful, and like, I don't know, man, I have to, I have to, I can't keep relying on myself to like kill that stuff, like I have to make the choice to actually want to do it, but I can't keep relying on myself to try to take steps like I have to have other, like let others come alongside me and help me take the step because I feel like I, I, I always go through a cycle of, of where people like give me advice and then I just like think okay like, I'm gonna take this step but then I don't ever talk about like I'm scared to take the step I don't know how to take this step and then even when I have those conversations I'm still doing it in a weird place you know what I'm saying so like I don't know man so that that was like a realization I've had so like. One, it sucks to see that, but two, it's like I do feel lighter seeing like after seeing that because now it's like, okay, now I have a choice here, which, you know, to actually live out of seeing that and actually listen to people better and, you know, actually like truly reflect on like why my heart is hard, you know, go through, you know, go through all those things that. I kind of read about and was like, okay, like, what are some instances of, you know, that being true and, and actually like, you know, think about them and then like have conversations about it, you know, and like actually process that and like, you know, give people chances to tell me, you know, to explain things or if they, you know, or repent or whatever needs to happen, you know, so it's just cool, man, you know, part, so partly like, you know, Life has been weird and rough lately, but also, like, having that realization has given me some hope. So, yeah, overall, I'd say that's where I'm at. What did the article say to do about it? So the article was, like... Like, when it's... I assume it gave a solution. Yeah, good point. Like, a lot of it was about, like, taking it to God first and then seeking the people. Oh, so, like... So kind of what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. so, like... Did you, you take know, it to God? Yeah, man, like, well, not fully, not fully, I shouldn't say that, I should not say that, no, like, I think I've, now that I've realized that, now I need to, like, actually, like, take that time to go, okay, what are these specific instances that I see that I've realized my heart is hard, and then I need to take it to God and then take it to the people, you know? Makes sense, man. Yeah. I get it. It's easy to get into that hard and hard place, it's safer. Yeah, it's safer and like, dude, I don't know. It's funny. It feels safer. It's not really safer. No, because it destroys you. Literally destroys you. And like, I don't know, man. I've realized like, um, as I was like going through this stuff, like, I was like, okay, like so much of this applies to me. And then I started like, I felt like I was like, dude, I feel like I'm seeing this in other people too. Like now that I'm seeing this, like, like, and they, how, how they were explaining it, I was like, okay, I feel like I see this in so much in myself, but then also in others, and it made me realize, like, how important it is to just not let things sit, you know, because it's like, dang it, dude, like, we hear it so often, but we still do it, and it's like, so many people, man, they're just holding on to these things, and, like, they don't see how, how easy it is for their heart to become hardened. Yeah, that's a good it's point. Like, dang it. So, yeah, man, that's, that's where I'm at, I'd say. 
So still some hope, but definitely like in a like a weird place. Yeah, it just sounds like it's, you you face some conviction, really. <sighs> Which is that's I appreciate you saying that, man, because a lot of the time it's hard for me to tell like Ooh. conviction between so condemnation. So like, yeah, yeah. Mm. But anyways, <laughs> that conviction, like uh, I've said it a thousand times, man. Conviction once makes you want to be better. Condemnation makes you want to quit. Mm. Makes you want to like. <clears throat> you know, drives you farther from God. That doesn't necessarily sound where you're at. Hmm. So, <clears throat> um, how about you, man? How are you? Doing? Well, my nose is broken thanks to a guy in our church that has hurt me repeatedly. I wasn't even in the play. I love him, by the way, but it is the truth. <laughs> um, it was a basketball game. Not this past Sunday. Really, it happened like late Sunday night, like midnight, almost going into Monday, because we we had basketball after men's mm-hmm. and. Uh, he threw his head, like flew across, like Mortal Kombat style, horizontally <laughs> with his head into my face. I'm not even in the game, like in the. So there's blood everywhere. You were there. Oh yeah, it I mean, was literally a crazy amount of blood. Oh man, yeah. You had... uh, which you can still see with this little red mark if you're watching here on my nose and here. Um, so I'll finish the nose story and then connect everything. So uh, I had to wait because they make you wait a week. I'll, I'll go to the ER. Yep. They glue it. I just had to take a ton of glue to really stop. The glue yep. just fell off yesterday. And actually, this part, because there's two cuts, only came off this morning. Right? Wow. Like, that literally. little part? Yeah. Wow. The one that was bleeding, also bleeding like crazy. Um, so when I called the specialist that they sent me to, because certainly it was a little crooked, uh, especially like, hey, we want to, this, well, the people are like, we want to wait a week to let the stuff go down, the swelling, see how bad it is or whatever. So I went in there yesterday and. Guy comes in. It was very interesting. Nice guy. Nice doctor. I liked him. Mm-hmm. But he is so weird because I want to point out I had I did not say anything yet. So when I what I'm about to tell you is before I said anything except when he said hello, I said hello. <laughs> and he comes in. He goes, "Well, hey, you don't have any nose." <laughs> I, I said basketball, and he goes, "Oh," and I was like, "I wasn't even in the play." And I guess I said that much. And he goes, "But nothing of any questions." Yeah. He goes, "Well, the nose gets in the way. It's the most broken bone of the body." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Happens, you know. Et cetera, et cetera. And then he goes, honestly, you could leave it. It is considered a masculine attractive trait to have a nose that's slightly off. Like he literally said that. Because they're plastic surgeons too. Like yeah. I mean they're ENT, ear, nose, and throat, but they do which I thought was so odd because I hadn't even considered this possibility. Now, weirdly, because this proves how I go down rabbit holes of reading, years ago I read an article that said this <laughs> before I even had. But um so I'm like, okay, when he said that out of nowhere, I'm like, maybe it isn't necessary to do anything. So then he kind of looks at it, and I learned some stuff. But he eventually says, well, listen, you're going to have – it's going to be better than it is now. Okay, so even now it's still swollen. He goes, it's going to be better. If we wait till next week, we really see where it's kind of at. Unfortunately, if we wait till next week, it's too late to do this surgery to straighten it. Such a tight window, man. So he goes, if you're going to straighten it, we need to do it this week before the bones get too settled in. Because at like 14 days, they're pretty <clears> – <throat> so he said essentially – can't see in the podcast, but they'll put something up my. They, they want to put me. I have to go to sleep for this, which I don't understand. Like they have to put me under, yeah. which I do not want to do. One because that makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Put to sleep. Like I would literally rather just sit there, have them locally, make it numb, and then just do it. Yep. And I tell this story a lot, but like when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, they had to cut. I had this one impacted, and I made. I had them keep me awake while they sawed part of my bone out. So I mean, I'm used to this stuff. <laughs> so essentially, they go in here. And they take this thing and they go inside my nose and they kind of like, my assumption, I mean, it's probably far more complicated than this, but like a lever, they go and pop it back in. 
And he's like, hey, and he meant it. It's, and I'm like, okay. He goes, he looked at it. He goes, you're going to have a little curve, I think, regardless. Okay, it's going to be better, but you're going to have a little curve. So it's really up to you. Do you want it? If you don't want to do it, he goes, well, if you're considering it at all, because I was still kind of sitting there, he goes, let's get you on the counter because we need to, you know, get your spot saved. But if you don't right. want to do it, you can cancel any time. Like, literally, just call up and cancel. He goes, because honestly, either way, it's not affecting your breathing, you know. So, now here's where the story gets a bit more complicated. Versus nose. Years ago, Zach, everyone at our church knows him, mm-hmm. broke my nose before that. Yep. Same situation. Except he was jacking around pretending to tackle me and hit me with his head. So, but at that point, I didn't think it was moved. I didn't even really notice anything. Well, in my progression of looking at pictures before this, I noticed my nose has always been slightly crooked since that day about eight to ten years ago. Yeah. So I looked at a picture ten years ago prior to that, and I realized how straight my nose used to be <laughs> in comparison to what I have known to be my normal nose. Because the guy did say, one of the things goes, has your nose been broken before? Is it that? And I said, yeah. He goes, was it pretty straight then? Because he was probably going to be like, it's pretty mild. And I was like, I think it was pretty straight. Mm-hmm. But had I looked at those pictures, I'd be like, no, no. Clearly, there was a little curve. Yeah. <clears throat> so, really, I'd be going back to my nose, if this works, of 10 years ago that no one even knows. <laughs> um, so, I, and, you know, I'm making a joke about it, but it is stressful because on the one hand, I mean, it's going to cost money. That's part of it. Right. To see how much. But, like, you know. And I can just hear Jim watching, going, oh, God, you care too much about your looks. <laughs> <laughs> he always makes a joke that I at least have my hair, right? But um, but it's not necessarily that. I mean, let me smash your nose with a baseball bat. And you'd be like, let me figure, it's con- it's a confusing moment. <laughs> um, because, I mean, the bruising and stuff, like, it was really bad. You can still see yellow under my eyes. Yeah. But it was useless. I mean, I oh, like, yeah, I man. looked like I got pummeled. Oh, definitely. It was, yeah. Which shows you that I was unexpected to be hurt because I did not protect myself at all. I didn't no. expect the head to come flying at me horizontally, you know, <laughs> at a 180 gr- degrees, literally just floating back into my face. Dude. Um, anyway, so I got to decide what to do. I have, it's this, sur- this, the surgery, they typically, they just set the date and then they call you later to give you the time. And so they've set it for 11, 15 a.m. this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, they're supposed to have called and told me the price because you have to pay or set up your pain plans ahead of the surgery. Well, they haven't. So normally it goes, give you cost, give you time. Well, the, they, whoever this lady was, I ended up trying to call, has not given me the quote yet on the amount of money. That's so odd, man. So I have like less than 48 hours. To decide whether to have it. Now, if I have the surgery, they're going to knock me unconscious mm-hmm. for five to ten minutes, which I don't even know how they can control how long I'm out. It's That's so even more of a reason why just do it locally. If you're only putting me to sleep for five to ten minutes, it's cheaper, right? Yes. And, like, why would, by the time I'm asleep, yeah. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what to do, you know? It, and it, it, people out there, I always think, I hate to say this, but, like, there is a stereotypical christian who i think would be like that's vain it's vain to look at yourself you know it's like come on man like we all it's okay to want to look the best you can yeah absolutely there's nothing wrong with uh, anybody that. knows me knows i'm not obsessed i mean i wear simple v-neck shirts or black shirts i mean we're, you know 90 80 percent of the time like i don't care but um sure i don't want to have a freakish curved nose i 100 uh, percent it's one of those either. it's one of those but it's not so it's like what do i do so, that's that. And by the way, I would love your guys' opinion. If you see me around here in the church, and you, and you know, does it affect my, my appearance that much? You have two days to tell me. Have, have I went from a four to a three? 
You know, as a bird. <laughs> anyway, you get my point. Or is it like, you know what, Todd? It's not that big a deal. Use our link at www.therendon.life/real-talk and put in there get her done and you know you should you know, give your thoughts vote yes or no to, for me having surgery or you can just drop it in the video or in the comments comments yeah. that being said because it really is right i mean if it's a certain expense i'm just probably not gonna, i don't know i don't know i don't know because i don't know how bad it is it's true now, man, you it's have come to the opinion it's like just do it mm-hmm. that's you i you're a mad dog i don't know to me eh, i'm it's fair man um so all that to say, I will say that I've gotten in a pretty negative place because it's so weird, man. I think the nose is part of it as it went on. I was actually in a pretty good place last week after it happened. You know, right. Pretty positive. I just started to, like, be irritated, man, and you kind of touched on it when you said, we, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us are hard-hearted. Yeah. I don't know. It just puts me in a negative spot of, man, this is about to be really vulnerable, and it's not even going to be deja vu. I've probably been... I shouldn't say this. This is hard to say. For me, and I know some people's levels of confidence are different. I'm probably at the lowest level of confidence I've had in myself in I don't know how long, years. That is physically, that is um, just value as a person from from human perspective. I've just been a lot of criticisms, and you know me. I'm the only the kind of guy that's like, I don't care, move on. And yeah. I still do. But I think internally, and, I, and I'm saying that in case people out there, because I've had people like, hey, Todd, how are, you, how are you so confident? And it's like, listen, looks can be deceiving sometimes. I have moments when I'm not. And I, the, today's now is one of those moments when I'm not very confident. And, it's, and that's playing into my decision too because I'm like, I guess I didn't even tell you this. Part of me is like, well, am I only – if I was more confident, would I just be like, I don't need this? Mm-hmm. But because I'm so less confident in myself, it's almost like having plastic surgery. Like I need all the help I can get. You know mm. what I mean? I didn't even I think didn't, about that. And I didn't tell you. Well, who would think that? Because mm. normally Todd's not like that, and you That's know that. That's fair, actually, man. You're right. I, I wouldn't have even thought that. So all of this is kind of adding up to, like, people are mean, man. And a lot of you people that are watching, no offense, but you're mean. And, like, you just – Christianity, I understand from the outside why it sounds so ludicrous to people that don't see it. We are so disunified. It's so competitive. It's so, hey, you know – we're going to say all the right things, but people are so afraid. And this kind of goes to your hard heart. So like God says, when if I'm upset at you, I'm supposed to go to you. If you're upset at me, I'm supposed to go to you. Like either way, isn't it funny? It's, I'm supposed to do it either way, and you're supposed to do it either way, so we'd always meet in the middle. People don't do that. Yep. And a lot of times I think it's because they, they realize their feelings or whatever are immature or stupid. But that doesn't matter because they still live out of it. So what I've noticed is so many people just live out of reactions, man. They live out of how they feel at the moment, and that dictates how they act. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's and so because of that, on. everywhere around is just this constant negativity, and then I start to get really jaded, man. I get jaded with love, both romantically and also platonically, which means friendship. You know, people, <clears throat> you, start to, you start to go, man, like... Those negative people that are like, people are evil, you know, or I, I have relatives that are like, I hate people. They'll say stuff like that, you know. You've probably heard people say that, like, yeah. I hate people. I get it, you know, and I and Christianity's weird and makes you more angry because I can't tell how many times I'm talking to someone. It's like people want something, but they don't want to do what it takes to get there. So I want deep friendship. So, like, let's say I tell you I want friendship, and so you try to be a friend, but then I get mad at you because you're pushing in too hard. Get out of here. That's true, How man. How many times have we seen that? Just you and me and people we know. Several, man. All the time. Several, yeah. And, you know, people don't want to be real. Man. They don't want to be transparent. They act out that. of their their insecurities all the time. 
And, I, you know, pastors do it. They tear each other apart, even if they're not doing it outwardly because that doesn't, well, I can't do it outwardly. That doesn't look good. But then they do it inwardly. And I think people can't tell. That's, yep. And it's just, what I, what I see from the outside is, is just this mess. And I think lately I'm in a negative mind space where I'm just like, I'm having a hard time seeing good. You know, me too. And and also selfishly, I mean, and I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna explain to you how your mind can know something, but your feelings are out of control. I'm kind of in a woe is me, man, because we've talked about this. Those that have been around a long time, the show or know me well, and we joke about it. I'm the guy that it's always that's something that would only happen to Todd. Mm-hmm. And then I sit around and like I'm about to say this. So the guy who hurt me, I, I'm not mad at him. I love him. I intellectual. But I see him walking around with his sunglasses on, looking great, and life's fine for him. And I'm over here here about to deal with who knows eighteen eight thousand dollars worth of stuff if I do this. Pain. My face is messed up. That's just a symbol. I'm not mad at him. I love you, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you start looking at that everywhere, you know. And I start to. And you know me. I have a lot of flaws, but I'm not the kind of guy that typically is like really woe is me. Right, I'm no. more of like I want to fight through this. Yeah, absolutely. and also I'm not a comparer. I you're, don't compare. You're right? a warrior, man. Right? Do I compare? I mean, honestly, do no. I look at someone and go, "I wish I had their car, or their house"? I don't think that way. No, you don't. But lately, I have been like, dude, like, I'm all over the place. But it's trying to just be real. So in case someone's out there saying I feel crazy because I can, I can get it. So I have people in my life. Okay, so I have close family members. <laughs> this is another example. <clears throat> who will? And I, and I know you've dealt with this. In the past. Yeah. Close family members who look around at other men and they go, that, why can't you be more like those men? Mm. Those are good men and you're not. Okay. Which, whatever, that's annoying. But then I end up, this is where it gets dark in my heart sometimes. Then I see these hero men who suck up all the adoration coming to me to fix their problems. Hmm. Does that make sense? Right. And, but, but I'm yeah, a piece of garbage. Yeah. It only crawls out of the... We joke like I come out on Sundays and I get some cheese, right? And then you're like, get back in your hole right? yeah, when you're yeah. done. So it puts me in a negative space, man. And I think it makes... I haven't... Con- By the way, I'm processing as I go because I haven't meant it even out, out loud that I'm very... I, I did one time. I'm very insecure right now, like in who I am as a person. Find your identity in Christ, Todd. I know. I know. I'm not saying I'm not. Remember I said my mind and my, my emotions. So this is my emotions talking. Hmm. Um, so it just leads to this kind of negative thing, man. And I'm even a little upset at God because it's like one thing after another. And uh, it's frustrating, dude. It's really frustrating. So, Todd, don't leave him here. Okay, here's what I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't... I'm mad at God. I have doubts. I have doubts because... Like, I don't doubt Christ. I know he's real. I know he's true. I know he's good. I doubt his faith and his people. That's just reality. Mm. The the religion is so stupid and ugly sometimes. And I mean, the organized, like our, you know, we've got 18 different, two, I think there's 200, probably almost 300 churches in this county. That's I don't so have a, many. I don't have a problem with that. Because until everybody's saved, man, in this entire county just here, who cares? Yeah. What I do have a problem with is how, well, you can't like another church. You know, you, where are the only good ones? You know, that kind of mindset or that, you know, the, uh, you know, you know, um, the mindset of critiquing and criticizing and trying to point out flaws. And it's like, man, when I look in scripture and I've said this before, I just don't see that. And then you see it within our own church and Christianity is just a weird thing, man. 
And sometimes people that have been in it their whole life, they stop, they, they become indoctrinated to the culture, not, not the biblical culture, because that's beautiful. Yeah. But the culture, and then you don't, they don't even see it anymore. And me too. And then all of a sudden you wake up and it's like, and by the way, certainly I know when I'm in these places, if I stay here, I can contribute to that because I would be negative. I would be, oh, you know, all those yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I get it. I'm with you. Like. So here's the positive, you know, God is still good. I have seen, you know, I know I'm just, uh, you know, a child. I need to, I'm so blessed. It could be so much worse. I'm just in one of those mm. places where I'm down, you know, and, and I'm beat up a little bit, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Did you say you're bruised and battered? Nice. What's that mean? Anyway, um, <laughs> um, his tattoo says, so did that sound like a bunch of whiny rambling? Because that wasn't my no, intention. Man. I don't think so. So, you know, if some of you all out there, it's like in our church, especially. Because I ain't worried, you know, I can get frustrated at other churches, but the church we, the sponsors of the show, I love our church a lot. But man, some of y'all need to, you need to, you're going to be mad when I say, but you need to grow up. And you need to stop being controlled by your emotions all the time in your heart. It's me, man. Because you say one thing, yeah, but you at least don't bite a ton. And I see a lot of biting on top of that. And that doesn't make you any better, but I mean, that's yeah. the stuff I'm talking about. The little Weasley, like, smile to your face, trash behind your back. I don't put up with that stuff, man. Hmm. Um, and we've got to focus on our hearts, right? Or like, and, and that's part of why we do this show. You know, AJ shared his and where he's not in a great, and I'm not here and, and I'm not in a great place. And, and we don't share that to, to stay here. We share that because this is what Real Talk was all about is like having these conversations so you don't stay there. Because here's man. the thing, whether we talk about it or not, are you still feeling that way? Yeah. Even if you didn't realize it? Same with me. So at least now we're putting it on the table to be held accountable by each other, to be encouraged and to not let the only voice we hear be the vo- that voice in our head that is telling us so those good, lies. So good, man. Right? Yes, because then you can have others come alongside you to tell you so it's sorry. not true. Yeah. You know, or, or, you know, whatever. Which is really super convicting for me personally because, like, no wonder I've been in such a terrible place for the past however long. Year, year and so a half. Sorry. I don't even know how long now. But, like, because I was dealing with that crap alone and, like, I was trying to just, like... Think I, you know, I was arrogant to think that I could handle like handle that alone, handle that myself because yeah. like even like you made such a good point a second ago that I, my mind didn't even think about which is like you 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 separated your mind and your emotions. I've never even thought about that. I've always thought it's all the same, mm-hmm. and like that like my mind is the reason for like my emotions and like the things I think about are what emo- emotions you know. And it's like I you know I don't know. I never even thought about that. That you know, it makes sense to have a sound mind. But, like, you know, so, like, it, it's funny because when you talk about things, like, you're able to even learn because when you're just honest, people can help. That can help. And I don't know. You're right, dude. Like, just very <laughs> – we're very immature people a lot of the time. Well, and the sad part is, you know, Scripture tells us we're not a slave to our sin. We're not a slave to our emotions. So we choose it. Yep. That's, you know, we choose that stuff, dude. And that's the part to me that's overwhelming. Me too, actually, man. I am I get free. So Romans in, tells in, me that. Insane person. That's what that it feels I am, like. I, am a, I am no longer a slave to sin. And if my emotions lead me to sin, then I'm not a slave to it. I can say no. Just choosing it. But, and I always tell people this, you know, <laughs> why, why is it so hard then? And I'm not trying to call you out, but like, are you actually doing what God tells you to do? Are you reading the Bible? Are you praying? Yep. Are you... Um, if anything's pure, anything's good, anything's lovely, think on such things. Are you not 
pouring filth into your mind? Are you in community? And, and I'm saying the same to myself. You know, until we can say we're doing everything he told us to do and avoiding what he not, we don't know what the we can't say we know what it would be like. You're right, man. It could be a radiating joy because we're we're sort of short circuiting our joy in the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit by these things that we do and don't do so because good. we stop viewing it as like his way is the best way it's the way to life every other way is the way to death and negativity and all that stuff and listen situations are going to happen regardless right you're going to get nose broken all those kinds of things that's not what i'm saying but it shouldn't have to completely destroy us you know yeah man. it's not by the way it's not the nose that completely destroyed me i think it, it came you know and the enemy does that we the Bible says our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and all of the things. We have an enemy. You know, the devil's real. Hmm. Um, it's the great deceiver. And he, boy, he knows how to pour salt into wounds and to get us to doubt. Oh, yeah. And uh, so it's really, what do we do in those moments? Do we put our faith in him or we focus on our circumstances? And here's the thing. Every Christian will be like, hey, I look at Jesus so I can walk on water. Just like Peter. I'm not going to look at him. I'm not going to look at the waves. It's like, but... Come on, man. Like, you do. It's true. And I make fun because we we take these beautiful truths and make them platitudes. Like, we make them little sayings that don't mean anything. That's really good, man. So, You're right. I want to be better. And, you know, I repent as I as I talk to you and, and Clint and people listening. Um, I don't want to stay here. Um, and it's hard sometimes. But, you know, what's funny is if I don't trust people either, man. So I guess this is where you and I, our stories kind of mesh. Because... Yes, I do. I, I do the parts of most of the time tell people when they frustrate me. Though, you know, sometimes even I get tired of getting hated and meet people. Being a pastor, people are mad at you all the time. Even if you tell them things like, hey, take the knife out of you, like, how dare you? you know? Yeah. But I <laughs> got stuck in the, I got lost in the knife. But I don't even remember. What was I saying? Probably <laughs> nothing. Uh, but, you're talking about how, like, this is where our stories kind of mesh. Yeah, it's, it's, I haven't relied on other people. And haven't shared my hurts, and I've fallen into that mentality of doing it on my own because I'm hurt, man. And I and a lot of times I don't even admit that to myself. People's words have hurt me. Me either. People's lies, comparisons. You know, the big killer of relationships and friendships and people, man, is is comparisons. And for me, it's not me comparing myself. It's the voices of the crowd telling me I should be like something else, and that can get to you sometimes. So. Um, I always say, man, you know, yes, God has helped me become, become or fight through this stuff, but also just the fact I'm so stubborn that I won't, <laughs> it makes me mad that, that I've allowed those things to affect me or those people, mm. you know? So you start to doubt, when people close to you doubt you and tear you down, you'll start to doubt yourself. If your, your identity's not fully rooted in God and, and if you don't have good people around you and you haven't told friends to, to remind you of who you really are. That's really good. So good, man. Anyway. Thank you. No, thank you for sharing, dude. Because, like, you know, I, I even, you know, I learned something even in that little amount of time, you know. I don't know, man. It's definitely, I can see why in these, in these moments where I, where I feel like my, like my mind is actually opened a little bit and, like, my heart is actually, like, opened a little bit, not just closed off. Like, I can see why a lot of the time it is closed off because, like, as soon as I try to open it up, man, I can just feel like, like you said, there's just so much like pain that I don't want to think about. Like there's just things that I don't want to have to deal with. 
So it's like, gosh darn it. But on the other side of that, that's where the freedom lies. That's where the, you know, that's where good comes from, from the, the hurt. And it makes sense why a lot of the time I can, my mind can feel so like spacey or like I can like, you know, I'm never present, but I also don't know what to say. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's because I'm not wanting to look at either what I've done or what people have done to me or like how I feel about situations or, you know, just anything like you just, you just want to shut it off because then like it is overwhelming. There's just a, and we can't do that, man, because there's too many other people doing that. And, uh, and I'll say it again, you know, remnant folk, because I always think we're talking a lot of our, we have a culture right now, man, that, you know, our church. And I think, listen, I love our church. So I guarantee if it's happening here, it's happening other places. You, they've got a decision to make. You want to follow Jesus? You're going to set culture. You're going to talk about it. And there's a bunch of people, man, that have taken their ball and gone home. Instead of continuing to push for for the beautiful Acts two church that everybody in the world says they want, but when it gets hard, you know they walk away. Mm. So, you know who you are if you're one of those people, and and again, if you're not in our church, I mean, you probably relate. Everybody's been there, so definitely. God is still good. Hold on, He's coming. I believe that. Hmm. Ironic that the last sermon that we got to preach a couple weeks ago was on God as shepherd. You know, we went through his names and. Sometimes we're walking through that dark valley, and all we have is him, and we just got to keep tri- following him. That's good, man. Right? So anyway, appreciate you letting me ramble and yeah. for sharing. Absolutely, dude. Thank you for sharing, too. All right. Question number one. I have moments where I wonder if being a Christian is worth it. Is that sinful? It is not sinful to have doubts. Um, I have a note here. Um, Pull your note up, man. Oh, dang it. Wrong note. The note. I'm going to buy you time. There it is. So, um... No, you know, doubts are going to come, and I actually have some scripture for you, for whoever asked this question. It's uh, Hebrews 4.16. It says, uh, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You know, God can handle whatever problems you have, even if it's problems with him. Um, It's good. You know, if you, (laughs) it reminds me, you know, I've never read Job, never have read it. I've seen, like, I've heard parts of it, but, like, I've never read it. But, like, you know, the, you know when it. Job, you know, finally asks God to come talk to him, and God does, and God, like, lets him speak. Actually, God demands him to speak to him. It's pretty crazy. But, like, that, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing because, you know, he was able to tell Job, like, you know, I'm God, you are not. And, like, <laughs> you know, there's going to be things you don't understand. And, like, but that doesn't mean you can't, like, you can't come to me with doubts, you know, because he's still going to love you no matter what. So, I don't know, man. It's just good stuff. You know? Yeah, that's good. I like that verse, too, man. Um, no, I think you're going to have those moments. You're going to have moments where you doubt, and the apostles certainly did. They ran off, and that doesn't mean yeah. that the doubt is good. What we're trying to say no. is um, God's not going to turn his back on you because you have moments of doubt, and that reminds me of the verse he says to, to them. He goes, you, you know, you believe because you see me do these things. And paraphrasing, he goes, blessed are those who are going to believe without seeing. And that's, you know, God understands that. And Christ understood that and understands that. And, you know, you just got to remind yourself of truth and share that. Share that you're, you're doubting with, with people. You, if you don't have someone in your life, even one Christian, that you can even share doubts with, um, man, you got to find someone. Don't let don't let the church, you know, your church or any culture, any Christian culture tell you that that you shouldn't share those types of things because that's 
You need each other for that. Carry each other's burdens in. This way you fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians 6, 2. It's important. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, you know, is it sinful? It depends on what you mean by that in the sense of like, man, we, we should never doubt him, but we do. So he's not mad at you over that. It's mm, good. God's not mad at you. You're up, dog. Dog. Next question. It says, hey, Todd and AJ. <laughs> nice. Do you think there's conspiracy of aggression towards the pastors at your church that is being covertly carried out <laughs> during the night during the late night pickup basketball games? Yeah, it says, and if so, do you plan on to do you plan on to have enough Tylenol and ibuprofen to, to combat the aggression? Sincerely yours, the notorious MCG. That's Muscles McGee, baby. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. So I didn't tell the part of the story that right before. Okay, and we're talking right before I got hurt. Literally the previous the play. previous play. Yep. Our uh, other pastor, um, one of our pastors. Man, I don't even know his official title right now. It's terrible. He uh, community and discipleship, right? I think so. Yeah. So he's our associate pastor, Muscles McGee. Muscles. If you know, you know. Anyway, he uh, that may or may not be his real name. Anyway, <laughs> he got blasted. Oh yeah. In the face. Actually, it was by Cowboy Kenny. Cowboy Kenny with a flying elbow, a straight bow. And I'm telling you, I was there, and I'm telling you, I heard it, and it sounded like this. Like, I mean, Dude. I thought his face. I'm not joking. He should have. <laughs> This is going to sound terrible, and I'm glad it didn't happen. He should be the one with a broken face right now. Oh, straight. Like he full, got decimated. Full orbital. Yeah. I thought his face, so he, <laughs> he tried to run to the other side of the court, stumbled around. Um, well, that the same play, so he goes out for a second. Like, I genuinely thought he was really hurt. Yeah. Um, he definitely had a concussion. Concussion okay. city, baby. But the, that same play, as we're kind of waiting to see if he's okay. I look at my team, and I go, man, this guy that, that hurt me. I go, he was on the other team. I go, I understand why people think that guy, you know, sometimes he's all over the place. <laughs> you know, you've got to be careful with him because next, literally, next right play. after that. Yep. Next play. <coughs> excuse me. Is when my accident happened. Because yep. apparently I ran to Muscles McGee. This is a hilarious part of the story. Did you hear this? Uh, so I, I run so. in there to him because you're trying to help me with the blood and keys. It was a crazy moment. Yes. And I look at him and I go, is it straight? <laughs> And he, I, he, he was so out of it, he just looked at me. You can't see the camera, so just imagine this deadpan out of it face going. <gasps> because he was like, he was in another universe. Oh, dude, he definitely So yeah. he's in another universe. I chose that guy to ask if my nose is straight and I need to go to the ER. Yeah. So it was a crazy day. Do I think there's a covert conspiracy? You know, I didn't think it until you said it, McGee, but I'm starting to believe it. Yeah, man. <coughs> We're taking... Do we have enough Tylenol and uh, ibuprofen? Probably not. We always are out of it around here. We should tell you something. <laughs> That's right, man. Oh yeah, we're all just the literally case. always talk out about. Of there's actually, injured. as I look across so the studio, two there are right two there. bottles of ibuprofen staring right at me. <laughs> True story. Anyway, talk about is passive fun, aggressive. Take I'm it to a new level. Pastor aggressive. <laughs> 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 aggressive <laughs> I'm drunk <laughs> on the spirit yeah this got him oi, oi, oi. that's an inside joke to David if you ever watch this he'll never watch it so anyway um, I lost it for a minute man well, I, <laughs> dude you were you, dude you <laughs> I felt like I was in a different world <laughs> I don't know what's going on man I was I don't know, man you just you just let loose <laughs> I was in a different. I had a moment when I was doing that where I go, "What are you doing? Stop! Stop!" And I just kept doing it. 
I think, remember earlier I told you, I was like, I'm not in control. Something's happening. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was like losing it. <laughs> anyway, maybe it's the nose, man. Maybe it did something to my brain. Do two that. plus two equals four. Four minus four equals zero. All right, I can still do math. <laughs> <laughs> I can still do math. And that, folks, fast. is quick math. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can still do math fast. <laughs> quick math. Quick math. You know what would be bad is if that wasn't, math wasn't correct. Multiplication tables. Four times two is eight. <laughs> 8 times 4 is 32. 32 minus 12 is 20. Dude, that's incredible. <laughs> 12 times 2 is 24. 24 minus 12 is 12. 12 minus 6 is 6. 6 plus 6 is 12. Minus 3 is 9. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I can't do that. Dude, I failed, man. <laughs> yeah, I hate Anyway, we lost it, man. I'm in a... I'm drunk on the spirit, Jim. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Anyway, you gave him a shout out twice today. Oh, man. I'm going to call him a new nickname. What is it? Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> no one will ever know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's been giving me a hard time about the hair lately. <laughs> Good guy. All right, moving on. I think you're up. Oh, yeah, my bad. I was waiting for you. How do you separate religion from politics? How do you keep your feelings in check when you're so passionate about things happening in our country? Hmm. I think... It's interesting, man. Um, I think that, in a sense, like your your politics should be formed through your faith. That's good. So it's not that you should separate them. Um, I just think that it's about picking your battles, really. Oh, this is the wisest you've ever been. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I can't believe that you're that is so this. <laughs> You know, I think that. <laughs> no, serious. That was good. That was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was just so funny. Uh, yeah, man. I just, you know, I think that they should be, you know, the politics should be formed by your faith and that it's not even, you know, about separating them, but picking your battles. You know, you don't, you know, you have to be wise, you know, because at the end of the day, man, people, people are always looking for a way to get under a Christian skin because they want to, they want to be able to say, look at that Christian and look how hypocritical they are. Blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, I think that you can express your opinions. And at the end of the day, you know, especially politically, you know, in, in today's society, you know, I think Jesus, if, you, if you're truly trying to follow Jesus, you know, you're going to have a lot of things that you disagree with, with, with what's going on in today's society, even politically. So... You have to pick your battles in the sense of like you know what it's worth setting your you know you know well putting your stamp on and and actually you know putting your uh, gosh you use this term all the time and I can't think of it right now um, stick it in the ground <coughs> you know what I'm talking about I'm gonna I'm gonna stick your flag in the ground kind, yeah similar to that we'll go with that this will be ground. the hill you die on that that that, that, that works too yeah. I'll just go with that one. Capture like, the flag? <laughs> Good game, but, you know, yeah. So you, like, you got to pick that ground that you're willing to die on. The hell you die. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't even say it right. Um, so, um, yeah, and you have to deal with the repercussions of what that may look like. You know, people are going to attack you, whatever, you know, but pick your battles. You know, if, if it's a small little dumb thing, like why, you know, don't put yourself in a situation that you're not, you're, you're not going to want to have to fight in. You know, or if if it's not wor- truly worth it in that moment. So, sorry, I ended up t- I rambled, but yeah, that's what I got for that. 
<laughs> All right, it was good. I don't have anything to add. I think it's, um, yeah, I like that. You know, your, your politics should be shaped by your faith. I think that's 100% true. Mm. <clears throat> You're up. Okay, next question. I have this feeling and thought that things would be better for everyone if I just up and left. Uh, starting a new life somewhere else, that people would be better off without me in their life. Besides the obvious answer of Jesus, prayer, Bible, do you have any advice? I don't feel like I can share this with people I'm closest to because they won't understand. Do you guys ever have that feeling or thought? How do you fight it if you do? <clears throat> well, I'm not going to, like, the obvious answer is the answer, okay? That's always going to be good. the answer. I get your feeling. Like, you don't want Christianese. You want someone to hear your heart and not just tell you, pray more, read more, because <clears throat> I will. I am willing to bet that you're not in prayer or in the Word. That's good. Uh, very, I, I would be willing to bet a million dollars almost that you're not. And I only say that because... I do the same thing. I just shared it. Um, but to not talk about that, sounds like you know that, but I would encourage you to actually try that. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And do I have that feeling or thought? Absolutely. Had it yesterday. Had it, la- had it today. Had the thought of like, dude, I should leave everything. Hmm. I actually shared this Sunday night with Tim and <clears throat> Jason, hmm. good friends of ours. Um, because I can't play basketball anymore, so I was just sitting here while you guys were out, you know, living the dream. And um, yeah, dream of basketball. Almost uh, dying. What'd you say? I said, eh, almost dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I had that feeling, man. I shared some of that, and then I had, today I had it of like that same lie of like, man, people would be better without you, you know, uh, without me. And what do I? How do I fight it? Well, I think to myself because. You've kind of limited me a little in your in your saying, don't talk about Jesus and stuff, but what I try to, I'm just going to be really real with you. Part of it is I do think that. Would Jesus want me to run off? Hmm. You know, and then on that old saying is true too. Um, those feelings are still going to be there. Those doubts that I have are still going to be there, whether I'm here in Texas. Yeah. And I might be distracted for a while, but it's kind of like I always tell people, there'll be some moment when, when the... The music fades and the lights go off and I'm looking up at that ceiling at night and I'm going to still have those feelings that I have to deal with. Because a lot of times what you're feeling, and this is a real thing, is I don't know your situation, but life is so hard or tough or people are upset at you or, you know, you feel like you can't ever make anyone happy. And and what ends up happening is you think that it's the circumstances. And it's deeper than that. Our circumstances, when we go through those, and sometimes, man, we are with like, I hate using this word because it's such a 21st century gross word that everyone says, but toxic, right? Like not good for you. Um, those happen. Yeah. And you can set boundaries up, but that this seems like one of those ones kind of where I'm at where it's just overall. What I I guess I'll leave with this. This is what I do. What kind of man do I want to be? Do I want to be the man who runs? And for me personally, since you said take out Christ, um, I don't want to be that man. I don't want to run. Mm. Um, does that mean that it's easy? No. Uh, I also try to tell people, I just shared. I t- I, that's something I do, and I think you can test to this. You know, everyone doesn't want to hear me say good things about myself. Isn't that funny? But then the same. But I tell people, I, I let, I process with people, and, and I have been shocked to learn that so few of us have been shown how to do that. Uh, Part of it's humility. I think people don't want to share that because it feels weak, you know, and and you feel stupid. But I do that a lot. Like, what you guys are hearing here, when this camera goes off, we have these conversations. 
In fact, a lot of times we have real talk twice before we start filming and then when we do. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to find people to share that with. Um, so put it in terms. One is what kind of person do you want to be? And is that person, when you think of the perfect you, is that person the person that would run? It's good, man. Who are the people that are going to be hurt? Not the ones that are hurting you, but who are the people that are going to be hurt because you're leaving? If it's one person, maybe you're in that place where you think everybody, you know, that live, everyone's going to be better without me. Is there who? There's got to be one person that you know this person will be really hurt when I leave. So several years ago, like 10 years ago when I was going through some stuff and I wanted to leave it, my person was Zach, okay? Anybody knows mm-hmm. Zach, ironically. I remember he God used him because it was like, what are you going to tell Zach if you leave right now? If you run off, he was my person I held on to. And I think that you need to do that. Um, and that's again, taking out that you said, I can't talk about Jesus. But, mm-hmm. um, that's really good. I'm man. sorry. You're in that place. Hear me. Like I'm looking at the camera. If you're watching, if you're listening to podcasts, just pretend I am like, I'm really sorry. And that's a terrible feeling. And I'm in the same boat as you, but we're not alone. And you know, you cannot run those thoughts. So you might as well deal with them. That's really good, man. I like that's that. end of speech. That's really good. Let us know if there's any way we can help you or, like, more specifics, like, why you're feeling that way. I'd love to have a follow-up. Like, what's making you feel that way? I like that. That's a really good question man, to I ask. I might be able to help you more. Yeah, man. All right, here we go. AJ, did any of the apostles go back to their families once Jesus went back to heaven? Like, did Peter ever go back to his wife or once he left or he was like, yeet, see y'all. <laughs> I'm so happy you did that. Right. See ya, not see y'all. Sorry, the exclamation points. <laughs> Yeet, see ya. Uh, no, I, I'm gonna listen. I'm not. I don't have Bible verse prepared for this, but I'm gonna take it on good faith. And you know, I got, I got, pastor, pastor over here. He can, he can let me know if there's a Bible verse for it. But, <laughs> um, did they go back to their families once Jesus went back to heaven? Yes, I, you know. Again, I don't have like a just like a scripture in front of me to tell you like, hey, this is exactly when like Peter went back to like his wife. Well, we assume in Acts it kind of happened because after he preached, it said they went from house to house. There we go. Um, we also, you know, church history kind of implies that too. You know, not all the apostles were married, but um, I also know, like, since you brought up Peter, okay, the rock of the church. Do you really think Jesus would have been cool with Peter just abandoning his wife? Right. <laughs> like, no. I'm not being funny. Like, I mean, I kind of am, but like, no. You know, not if he was all. the closest one to him, he knew how important that is. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he, I don't believe that for a second. So, sweet. See? I mean, yes, I believe they went back to heaven. I mean, I, no, I, I, I knew you'd have some sort of biblical idea. No, man, it's the same, man. But good, good question. I like when people are like thinking of like, just real, like, just like, huh, real questions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, man. As them, I like when people recognize that the people in the Bible were real people. Yes, yeah, so All it's right. like, do they actually ever go back to the family? Yeah. Yeah, You're up, dog. Question. Doggy. Do you, <laughs> do you no, think no, no, no. our faith would be stronger if we actually saw Jesus die on the cross? Well, it certainly didn't help the people sitting there. It's good, man. Um, we are much like them. I, I think that, this is what I think, if you're talking about a Christian, I think that just like the passion of the Christ, okay? I remember people saying, you know, people in the pews crying, and, you know, I had... We have a very, humans, we are very short, we have short memories. I think that it would probably lead to a little mini revival, okay, for lack of a better word, and then life would settle back in, and we would do exactly what we do now. Um, I'll always remember, one of the most powerful verses, man. I feel like not a lot of, for some reason, I've never heard it brought up a lot, but in the parable of Lazarus, mm-hmm. um, the one where the where Lazarus dies, right, and then the beggar, the poor man, um, 
is essentially in Abraham's bosom. Let's just use, for lack of better words right now, hell and heaven, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not that simple, but when the guy in hell allows says, let me go back and tell my family at least. He's like, can I get a drink of water? And he goes, I can't, I can't give it to you because I'm not in the same place. He says, well, can you at least let me go back? Ask God if I can go back, essentially, to warn my family so they don't end up here. And then a powerful statement where he says, if they didn't listen or believe Moses and the prophets, they wouldn't believe even if a man was raised from the dead. And I think that shows the you know our heart. And um, <clears throat> I don't necessarily do. I mean, some people maybe, but it did. Like I said, you got to realize there were people there watching it happen. Yep. And some would and some wouldn't. So overall, I think humans are going to do the humans that are too prideful to follow Jesus are going to be the ones that would say he's not the Son of God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as Christians, yeah, I think it would in the short term, but we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, man. We have the great the counsel, the thing he said that is is going to be better than what they were having in the moment. Yep. And then he said s- that. You yep. know that? Like, hey, I'm with you right now, but I'm gonna send someone to you that's even gonna empower you and it's gonna be even better. The counselor, the you know, the Yep. And, and it's so, still interesting right. question though. Absolutely. Hope that answers it, my thoughts on it. Uh what do you guys think about these songs? Okay. Um so they're from a, a rapper, Christian rapper named Kieran the Light. You guys can look them up themselves. They're called Witchcraft 1, 2, and 3. It's not what you think. He's not a witch. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what he's calling witchcraft is sort of our culture. Yeah, man. Um, and I'll try to maybe... My phone's going to die. I don't know if you can pull up the lyrics. Yeah, man. I got you. Because I noticed that there's not a charger over here. Witchcraft. I know that, like, off the top of my head, like, he like he talks about manipulation. And, like, he talks about, like... Like, you know, I, I couldn't rap the lyric for you. But essentially, says like, manipulation, that's a form of witchcraft, like, sort of thing. Like, yeah. And so, and I can... You, s- you are pulling it up, or you're not? I am, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, um, a fun turn. Guys, I'm about to go off camera here, because I got to have a charger. This is going to die, and I can't read anything. Fun um, turn, you screwed up, pal. You're not getting your cracker today. <laughs> no cracker. No cracker? And it was Ritz, even. Because he's so... You're going to chuck it, aren't you? Eh, this is real talk. Hey, it went under. It was really loud. That was a... Thanks. This is why I'm not a shooter in basketball. So I got... I'm standing up. I'm standing up. I got... So I got Witchcraft Part 1 pulled up. Uh, What part should I read? What's this supposed to be? This is chaos. That's a light. Hey, nothing, nothing, nothing's turned off yet. We're Okay. Well, I, I didn't pull it. Once oh, okay. I just started to, and he calmly goes, oh, that's a light. <laughs> you think they can see me still? They might be able to. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, Very tight fit here in the old studio. Yeah, man, it really is. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, people think this is, it's, you used to say this all the time in Real Talk Live, people think this is a giant I'll never room. forget Sevy coming in here. Oh, bro, guy. that was so funny. And he goes, he's so excited to see the studio, and he goes, this is it? <laughs> <laughs> and he here goes, it is, man. Witchcraft. So I got Witchcraft Part 1 pulled up. Uh, I'll just kind of... Want me to read it? Sure, yeah, you you'd be better at this. Just some parts of the song, so he says, um, he starts with, my eyes are open, I can't get caught in these little traps. And I don't need to burn sage because that's witchcraft. By the way, a- people do that. Literally burn sage and say it cleans. I've heard Christians do that mm-hmm. when they get a house. Um, thought Easter was about Jesus. They replaced him with a bunny. And that stuff's kind of like, he talks about sin and Satan, you know, which mm-hmm. when we celebrate Mardi Gras, we just mask ourselves. 
Um, talks about lukewarm Christians. I'm trying to find later on. He kind of goes more. Yeah, he has a little more things about specifics. Mm-hmm. It could be in part two, but the question that goes along with these songs that we're looking into is, you know, do we think they're legalistic? Um, <laughs> he said apparently he got some. Christians mad at him because he said they got mad when I told them the sages witchcraft. This is part two. Removing bad spirits with smoke like they get rid of that. It's crazy. I don't play them games with Satan. Nah, forcing things to happen ain't natural. That's just playing God. Oof. They're trying to run me out the booth. Somebody need to go and give God an apology because we ignore his prophecies and just worship astrology. Oof. I don't care if you Aquarius or Sagittarius. God did not create it. He probably thinks it's hilarious. Hey. Um, this guy. We this see guy. 11, 11 and try to claim something. If it's an angel number, tell me what angel it came from. They can't cut to me. It looked like it's another idol because if it's an angel number, then how how it's not in the Bible. So he's really kind of calling out, calling out a lot of these little things we do that we probably don't even that realize we're putting faith to. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says, I guess I'm canceled. No offense. If you straighten, you don't want to be gay, then you'll get canceled. I guess I'm canceled. No offense, though. But on his ground, but on his ground, I'm ten toes down like I'm a Flintstone. A sex change is like saying that God is stupid. If He ain't want you to be what you are, then why would He do it? Hmm. He goes. He said our bodies are temples, but we abuse it. Women getting shots and they booty like it's from Cupid, manipulating men into thinking that it's their true skin when really it's their new skin. They're gonna have to redo again. True. Manipulation is evil, but we don't get that. Mind games are always a blatant form of witchcraft, and I don't care what anybody's saying. Um, so essentially, it's it's that idea of like if witchcraft is getting what you want outside of God, like the concept of that, right? Yeah, he's saying that a lot of these little things that we kind of he's just kind of making a statement on like yeah, like you said, we put our faith in. Yeah, man, and he's just to me like when he's talking about witchcraft because I can see how you all get you're like that's that's not literal witchcraft. Like it's a great like why are you get so defensive. Yeah, anyway, sorry, yeah, but like you know, it's like. You get more caught up in, like, the idea of, like, that's not literal witchcraft. Witchcraft is, you know, Harry Potter, you know, like, that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, they're, they're, they're not casting spells. Like he's, he, I remember in one of the songs he mentioned spells. Right here, right here. Uh, nice, part perfect. three, he says, I'm aware it's a lot of people that's mad at me. They disagree and attempt to try and embarrass me. I'm getting sick of the Pharisees coming after me. I say what God tell me. Ain't no way that they could cancel me. For saying that I feel like social media is dangerous. Everybody's sexy, successful, or think they're gangster. It's all fun and games until the kids do the same thing, and they use their cell phone to get everything on the same wave. It feels strange leaving us in a state of distraught. Why do I feel like, why do it feel like my phone be knowing most of my thoughts? Bro, that is true. Have you ever noticed that? It's weird. Dude, justice, have you ever truly noticed that? That you will think something, and it comes up on your phone. Oh, absolutely. You've never said it out loud. Do you know there are people, conspiracy people like Amagas, that say that that, they have that technology? That technology exists. That's that's actually true. Anyway. Television since a child, it's all that I've been taught. And how come when I start to research, I'm trying not to get caught? Man, what an interesting feeling. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this feels weird. Why wouldn't I talk about it? We all know the truth and we constantly walk around it. When I talked about Christmas, they all looked at me funny. I just feel a lot of holidays be used to make money. When I talk about the vaccine, everybody be extra. I don't feel like it's the mark, man. I just feel like it's a test run. So we don't feel comfortable when we're falling in line. Don't believe what they're telling you because they all in disguise. That's why they're telling us lies, but that's a different conversation. Got to wait till C vid finish decreasing population. But anyway, I think they're gonna keep calling me crazy now. Everybody's sleeping. Let's see if you're gonna be lazy now. The world is up in flames, and we're just talking about LeBron James. Dang man, 
Why did I say his name, man? I'm sorry. I know this sounds funny, but it's not a game. Atari. I'm sorry. Don't know why I keep playing around. That's how easily the snake can distract us until we drown. And then attract us to the ground that we all started from. Stop friend zoning your demons and kill all of them. It ain't sparing lives in spiritual warfare because people be playing dead and come back to get us all theirs. Beware because we got to pick a side and time is not moving slow. Oof. Um, and I give in to my lustful desires and I keep it secret, but keep this image up to the people when I be preaching. Creating soul ties right after I finish teaching. Mm. When I'm caught red-handed, I just blame it on all the demons. It's hypocritical. I bring my darkness to light. That's how I keep it biblical. Um... Yeah, man. So, pretty interesting. I feel like he's just kind of calling out some of Agreed, So, man. do I think it's, uh, what do you say? Do I think it's legalistic? Yeah. No, man. I think I think some people do need to wake up to that stuff. Oh, like, definitely. Like, there's things we accept in Christianity about. I've heard Christians, people we know, talk about, well, I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Libra, you know, all that stuff. And, like, uh, like that means something. Just an example. Like, what is that really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's 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 nothing. It's literally just based off like. Well, I'm saying like let's say let's say it even is true that it can somehow tell what is it then? It's what? Yeah, it's it's a weird. It's something. witchcraft, yeah, like, right? I mean, isn't it like it's a, weird? It's like a weird. Is it coming from God? Does God talk about it? Like people are gonna go, well, it said the star, David. <laughs> no. Anyway, do I think it's legalistic? I mean, I think it's one of those things where you got to follow the Holy Spirit and the conscience, and He's just asking questions to get us think of, to get us to think about what we think. Absolutely. So it's good stuff, man. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. <clears throat> um, I have a family who are atheists and mock religion. What do I say to them to make them understand I don't appreciate it? I'm trying to move forward in my relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't want to cause drama, but it is difficult at times. So I definitely know what this is like. When I first came to know Christ, no one in my family was a Christian. Um still the majority of them in my immediate family aren't mm-hmm. um and then we, we'd have these debates all the time like but they would say they're not debating <laughs> yeah um trying to be real about what i would say to you mm. I, I, i'll t- i'll answer your question then i'll give you something to think about it's kind of different a way to look at it there's nothing wrong with putting boundaries up and saying hey i love you guys if you're gonna mock me for my faith and i you know I'd rather not come over. I'd rather not see you anymore. Like, can good. We, if, if, if anything, can we just not talk about it? Mm. You know, and if they don't respect that, then don't be around them. For some reason, we've, well, you got to. Their family's like, no, you don't. If, if, my, if I'm your family and I slap you every single day, every time you're with me, are you, you're going to be like, well, I've got to do that. I've got to put it right. on because you're my family. No, it's okay to put boundaries on. However, I'll say this. Every time they talk about your faith, don't, don't get into arguments, but every time they do, you have an opportunity to show them a testimony. Like, because why are they bringing it up? Mm. You see what I'm saying? It's an opportunity. Especially if you don't get defensive and you just go, I guess we'll see someday. I used to say that a lot. I guess we'll find out. You know? It's a good way to kind of... And don't say it's naughty. Just hot coals on their head. Just really, like, calmly. Yeah, I like that. So... But know this, when you're getting mocked, you're in good company too because they mocked Jesus and he said that and you're his disciple. Amen. Um, that's going to happen to you. So, you know, it's not causing drama to take yourself out of a situation that's making you uncomfortable, especially if you got family. I, you know, I don't know your situation. But, mm-hmm. Hey, stay strong. It's proving that your faith is real if it's being persecuted. 
That's convicting too, man. If you, All ain't, right. if you ain't getting persecuted to some extent, man, you ain't following Christ. Amen. Truth. All right, man. You got? Uh, I don't have any more. So I just oh, ask right. you the next one. Uh, if you want to. What does it mean to guard our hearts? How can I guard my heart from worship songs on the radio? Now that I'm con- a bit confused by this. Yeah. That's what it said in the dad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, huh. I don't really know what they mean either, unless yeah. they're talking about like. How can I, I guard my heart from worship maybe songs on the radio? Maybe it's the from like hill kind song. Of that all worship songs are bad, or like I, you know, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I. That's a. I guess just do the first part, man. Yeah. What does it mean? To by the way, if you ask this question, we're not mocking. Can no. you fill that out for us a little more? What you yes. mean by protecting from uh, worship songs? So, what does it mean to guard our hearts? That means you know, like protect your heart with truth. You know, you can't, you cannot, you cannot. Oh gosh, what what is it? You cannot escape like like emotion. You can't. Like you're gonna feel things. You're going to you know. Maybe you're going to feel doubts, or like, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. But how do you guard your heart? You guard it with with the truth. You know, if you're feeling, you know, just to use a quick example, like if you're feeling like you are useless and that you are, you know, that kind of like what the person said earlier, like it'd be better off if everyone thought I was gone. Guarding your heart would be reminding yourself of what God says about you. Amen. Like that, that would be guarding your heart. You know, so Todd, he's talked several times about having, you know, what we call it, it would call it, be called an ankle, ver- ankle, anchor, anchor verse. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, you know, that that's a verse that you can cling to so that when you do hear the lies, you can tell that to yourself and you can remind yourself of what God's truth is and what he really thinks about you and who you really are and not what you think you think you are. Um, so yeah, guarding your heart is just being aware that, Hey, if you're feeling this way, remind yourself what the truth is and not just sit in that, what you think you think you are. Ugh, that was wordy. So that that to me that is what guarding your heart is. I think guarding your heart also, I agree, um, is also guarding it from. So I can think of a lot of things. Do you guard your heart of, or do you just give it to everyone? So like relationships That's you can dive man. into, and like here, have full access to my heart. You know, here um, the, the things that we put into our minds, the things that we saturate our hearts and souls with, as far as music and TV That's really and. Good. Um, you know, all that stuff. I, th- I agree with you. I'm just adding more on, yeah. you know. So we guard our hearts by not putting ourselves in a position to where our heart can be hurt and damaged or tainted, for lack of a better word, right? Mm. That it would make it harder for our heart to be healthy. Hmm. And we're, we're not talking physically, right? I mean, right. I hope that helps. Absolutely. Um, I, up, I have heard people talking about worship and why they don't shout or cry in worship. Is it bad to do these things? Will it scare new visitors or even new Christians away? That's a great question. So I'm glad you said worship because Scripture talks pretty clearly about the idea of just screaming out in the middle of service in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... I don't think you can put a blanket statement over it. I think there are people that that do that and it needs, and it would be wrong. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about things being orderly. You know, I've been in situations in worship services where people are literally screaming like mad people. And, it, and I was a new believer, and it made me scared. Yeah. Um, in Scripture, you know, Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians that we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing wrong with... Because when you're when you're being like that, we're talking about out of nowhere, right? It's a calm song, and you're like... Hey, mm-hmm. You know, like people, crazy stuff like that. Um, I'm not talking about... If you're if you're shouting in the sense of of... Of singing that song, I don't think there's anything wrong no, with that. Man. If you're shouting stuff that has nothing to do with that song, you got to ask your real heart, why are you doing that? Yeah, man, it's really good. Um, 
crying in worship, why would that be wrong? Are you talking about loudly drawing attention to yourself crying? Because why would that be what you're doing? Right. Does that make sense? Like, it's wailing versus mm-hmm. tear. I've cried in worship. Me right? too, man. Plenty of times. Uh, so is it bad to do those things? No. Um, it could scare new visitors away, but only if you're doing it, making it about you and not God. Yeah, that dude, sense because, 100%. Because I've never had a desire when it's about God to, like, draw attention to myself. Absolutely not. Honestly, you forget anyone's even around. Exactly, yeah. You're That's just all. so enthralled. I don't know, man. I, I like that because I'm telling you right now. If I would have if I would went to a church and they were just yelling like a bunch of loons, dude, I would have never. Yeah. I wouldn't be a Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It's so. good stuff. Yeah. Um, if you had a relative that was passing away and they said they didn't want anyone to see them in the physical state they were in, would it be rebellion if you went to see them anyways? If it was a parent, would you not be honoring them by going even if they couldn't recognize you? Wow, that's a good question, man. Hmm. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm trying to put myself there. I don't think so. You know, um, now, if they're coherent and they demand you don't come and it makes them scream at you like you should leave you know that makes sense but if it's someone and you're trying to love them man sometimes people when they're most scared push people away i don't i think i would try i'll put it this way i'd probably go either way and make them tell me to leave before i wouldn't try because sometimes when we need love the most we almost test people which is terrible but we're like because if we tell people not to come it hurts less when they don't you get what I mean? Yeah. So I think I would try regardless. That's really good, man. And then if they made a scene or freaking out, you know, or like told you to leave, you know, you honor sure. that and let them know that. But they would remember that you came at least. That's true, man. That's really good. I like that. So good stuff. How many is he? That's seven plus my four. Okay. Oops. Um, what do you think? You done? Answer the rest of these later? Yeah, probably. It's been good we have a lot, man. Bit. We have a lot to talk about. We got the, yeah. the Roe v. Wade caught case that came out. A lot of people don't know what happened there with the leak. We'll talk about that sometime because I mm-hmm. think it matters. But, hey, it's been a great show. Yeah, Appreciate man. you guys. You got anything you want to say? Hey, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for watching and listening. If you are... Uh, <laughs> no, it's good, man. <laughs> if you are uh, watching from, say, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, any of the places we put this stuff, make sure you guys share it, please. Um, and I don't know. You know, we've been trying to – I know me personally, I've not done as well of a, uh, of a job engaging with you guys, and I apologize for that. If you Please comment. I will get back to you. I know I, I do a bad job of that sometimes, but I promise you I will get back to you. We will. Yes, we will. Sorry. Um, yeah. So – because we do love hearing your guys' thoughts yes, and interacting, and like we literally talk about them. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. we should let you guys know that. Absolutely. Fun turn. You got anything? Oh, sorry. Is there more? Nope, that was it. Oh. Fun turn. You got anything? If you're listening on any podcast platforms and you haven't done a review, I ask you to take a minute. Give us a review. Five-star review. All right. And uh, give us a That's nice cute. little blurb at the bottom of that. I, I'll greatly appreciate it. And it, uh, it'll help us on the business end of things. And I, I thank you for stopping in. Let us know how your, your quick mass is. Let us know. <laughs> hey, you heard it. You know where you know the deal. Links are everywhere. We would love if you consider donating the show. It's a nonprofit. It goes right in the show. We're not rich. It's just keep the lights on. www.theremnant.life/give. There's a drop down box. Go down to uh, Real Talk, and we will give you a shout out. We'd love to. We're gonna do yes. that anyway. So, 
That's it. Keep the questions coming. Great, great, great show. Thank you guys for, uh, man, giving us stuff to think about and helping grow us and the people Definitely, around us. And we man. hope we bless you in some way. Hey, let me know your thoughts on my nose. Yes. Give me one view. Hi. Has it, has it, is it substantially affecting you? My looks, my, my persona? If it is, let me know your thoughts. Use the link or the comments to let us know what Todd should do. There we go. He, you got to do it fast. He's yeah, only at 48 hours. I need hours. advice. I really genuinely need <laughs> advice. <laughs> and by the time you get this, it'll be less than that. It's true. So, hey, we hope you guys have a great day. We mean that. Like, share. Get your friends invited to the party. Let us know what you want to see or hear. Other than that, hey, we hope you guys have a great day, and God bless you.